Hey everyone, this is Jen Kesnick, and you are listening to You Be You and I'll Be Me. And today I have my friend Carol Galanti on. Hi, Carol. Hi, Jen. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Carol is a chef, Mm -hmm. essential oil expert, would you say? Wellness advocate. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Lifestyle coach. Mm -hmm. Anything else you can add to that list? I think that about that covers it. Um, And I was looking at your website, which is awesome, and it was at one point in the about you section. It says that your mission is to teach people how to heal and restore themselves to an optimal state of balance, to feel good every day that they are blessed to be on this planet. Yeah, I think that about sums it up. That's great. I mean, my thing too, I say to people all the time, like, I'm not necessarily going to be able to heal you, but let's, we can help you feel better. Yeah. Feeling better. I mean, everyone on the planet wants to feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if, I mean, I am a firm believer that your body will heal itself Mm -hmm. if you give it the proper support. Right. And the tools. Right. And And most most people just don't know what to do. Yeah. They're so quick to fill a prescription. Yeah. um, Which is a a big problem in Mm -hmm. in this country today. The last podcast I did was called America's Epidemic. Oh, yeah. And it's just about the opioid epidemic. And, you know, it's... It's frightening. It's hard to teach your kids... Um, when so many parents are on prescriptions themselves. Yeah. And what, what I find very interesting and kind of on a, you know, in a scary way is how much of a pill-popping society we are mm-hmm. when one of my teenage kids will think nothing of taking a pill and popping it, but if I, I hand them something natural and turn them, they're very, they're very suspicious of it. Like, right. Well, what is this? What am I putting on my body? I'm like, you just took that pill that yeah. you don't even know it was in it. And you're you drinking blue Gatorade. And you didn't even, <laughs> you never, never questioned that. Yeah. But yeah. you're going to question something that came from nature. So. Yeah. That's and centuries kids, old. Yeah. Kids you know. and adults alike. I find the same thing. The suspicion with natural things over the, just the blind acceptance. I remember myself when my kids were little, before I became educated in this, you know, being like, well, is it approved by the FDA? Yeah, me too. You know, and you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. But when you know better, you do better. Exactly. That's that's the whole point of what I do is educating people on healthier alternatives. And when did you first get involved in in wanting to learn about this? Well, it started with myself as far as trying to heal myself because I was, I grew up completely unaware of the relationship between what I put into my body and how I felt. Mm -hmm. So my relationship with food was very different. I was completely a junk food junkie. I survived on sugar and processed foods. And Mm -hmm. I kind of got away with it growing up because I looked the part. I was right. skin, skinny. Right. You know, and so my parents lacked the mindset of what you're putting into your body affects your overall health. They were like, let's fatten this kid up. Right. You know, if you're hungry and I did have I a Snickers. Yeah, or have a pint of Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> right. you know. And so that's how I ate and I got away with it because I didn't gain weight from that. But then later on in life in my early adulthood, I guess I was early early 30s, I developed some significant health problems. And I had no concept that if I changed my diet and lifestyle that I could correct those health problems. Yeah. And once I wrapped my head around that and I completely changed my diet within three weeks, this page long list of health symptoms just disappeared. 
Really? And I was full of energy, and I felt great. And I had been going through a, a round of doctor visits, which, you know, th- that whole story can fill up a whole podcast in itself. Yeah. But the, the end result was that I, I went to the doctor, and I was like, no, I've got this. Don't worry. I kind of fixed it myself. And they were they didn't believe me, and they wanted right. to keep sending me for testing. And I was seeing a hematologist, oncologist at the time. They thought something was seriously wrong wow, with me. Wow, yeah. And I'm like, nope, I got it. Yeah. No, I'm good. And and end result was I, I corrected my issues just by changing, getting off of processed food, getting off of sugar, eating real food, yeah. eating you know alkaline foods, plant-based stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's now what I like to do is educate other people on how you can take charge of your own health. Yeah, like, look what I learned. I'm going to share the wealth. <clears throat> yeah, and it's an ongoing learning process. Sure. It's, it's been a journey, but it's been an interesting and fun journey, and it, it completely changed my whole career path Yeah. because I wasn't involved in any of this at the time. Oh, cool. So I remember, you know, years ago um, going into uh, – Wild by Nature in Hampton Bays and seeing your card and being like, oh, cool. I didn't yeah. know that you did that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. I was at the time, I was a stay-at-home mom, but I also had a photography business. Uh-huh. And, you know, I was just trying to change the health of our family at home. And then I just naturally started to do things. I was trying to influence my kids. So I started teaching cooking classes for kids. Uh-huh. I got into raw foods, raw foods classes, and we had, a, we had a lot of fun. I taught them out of my house. And then just gradually started going back to school for, you know, decided to make it more more legit and more right, professional. Right. And so I went and got credentials and then decided to, it just kind of brought me down this path. I never really made a decision like one day, like this is going to be my career path. It yeah. Just sort of organically yeah. morphed into that, which <clears throat> makes complete and total sense to me. Definitely. So you're helping people, your clients, make lasting change. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think um, is the reason why people don't stick with it? We we all know, drink the water, take the vitamin, you know, like, do these mm-hmm. things every single day, yet it's so hard to stick with it. Yeah, I think a lot of people try to adapt too much change all at once. Yeah. And then it's just a recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. If you all of a sudden are completely throwing out all the food that you ever ate and you're going to become, you know, a raw vegan where you were on the standard American diet yesterday and you're going to drink two quarts of water a day when you never touched water before, you know, those changes will be hard to sustain. So try to break them down into small steps. If yeah. you if you can conquer one step and commit to it for a month, and then you add something else onto that. Right. So Le- just lean little, in. Yeah, baby steps. Right. If you just just in anything in life, if you try to take on too much at once, you're going to yeah. set yourself up for failure. We want to set you up for success. And when you work with people, it's great because um, they can have you. Because it's always good to have someone. Supporting. Supporting, yeah. yeah. I think support is key because without support, it's it's very difficult to be successful. And you may, even within your own family, be running into resistance. I find that a lot, especially yeah. with people who want to change their own health, but they have a spouse at home or yeah. children who aren't on board. I'm right. actually working with someone right now. And it's really hard to separate and put yourself first and your own needs first without trying to change the other people in your house. Because well, no one wants to be preached at. Right. And it's a it's a hard lesson. I went through that myself. And it, you do have to just prioritize your own health and just, you know, take in what you can. You don't have to change the world. You start by changing yourself. Yeah. And then honestly, you'll be surprised at the ripple effect that has because mm-hmm. someone else is going to look at you and be like, wow, you, you know, you look really good. What are you doing? Right. Well, you know, your, your eyes are brighter. Your skin is brighter you've lost some weight and they're all of a sudden they're going to naturally want to know what you're doing to create that kind of change in your energy 
Right. And it just becomes more organic that way. And I feel like when you are, you know, when I'm running on um, all six cylinders, um, you just feel better in every sense. You know, yeah. you're happier and things that are, you know, usually bullshit things that bother you don't bother exactly. you. And, you know, it's just a... It's, I'm a firm believer in the whole mind-body-spiritual connection. Yeah. It, it, it is all integrated. I don't separate those right. things. So for me, this is all about, I'm teaching people a lifestyle. I'm yeah. teaching them to remove toxins from their life. And toxins are everywhere. They're in the food we eat. They're in the water we drink. They're in the relationships that we are in. They're in the medication that we take. They're in the household cleaners. Personal so care products. Everything. everything. So I take a non-toxic approach to life. Mm -hmm. And that's what I introduce other people to. Excellent. And sometimes it's hard because... You know, sometimes that toxic person is your spouse or your mom or, you know, like something yeah. really major. It usually is. Yeah. One of those people. Right. <laughs> and you have to admit something to yourself and be really honest with yourself in order to make a change. And that's not easy to do. It's not easy. And I feel like when you do start to up level one part of your life and everybody approaches it from a different area, but I find... For me, the basic of the base of everything is your food, so it's a good place to start. Right, and you'll notice as you upgrade the quality of the food that you're eating, you'll notice how your moods change, and you'll notice how your thought patterns change, and things that you used to accept and be willing to have in your life, all of a sudden you're not willing to tolerate them anymore. You may not realize that that shift in energy mm -hmm. originated by what you are putting into your body. Right. But generally, food, everything has a vibrational frequency. Everything is made of energy yeah. and so if you're putting a higher level higher vibrational energy into your body well higher vibrational energy is going to be coming out you'll notice people come up to you and say they, they're just attracted to you for right. a different reason and all of a sudden you start attracting like-minded high vibrational yeah. people yeah. like I like starting this podcast I'm like I get to surround myself with the coolest people that is really cool yeah yeah it's yeah, great you just your world shifts and sometimes it happens very gradually and subtly and sometimes it happens a little more like with a bang. Right. But you do notice that the people, the quality of the people that you have in your life do start to change when you change your diet. Sorry, stop it. So funny that um, we're talking about vibration because that's the song that I used in the beginning of the podcast, Good oh, Vibrations. Wow. Because I do believe that it all is connected. You know, Absolutely. I say, say to people all the time, you know, you can sit on top of a mountaintop and meditate for five hours a day, but if you don't have the other parts too, that's not going to sustain. Absolutely. You know, it's all everything together. Everything is interrelated and everything... It's like yeah, when people go away for a spa weekend, and then by Monday afternoon, they're like, ah, I'm yeah. stressed again. <laughs> yeah, and I do have some clients who flip-flop a lot. They, they feel the only way they can maintain this healthy lifestyle is to go away and, and live in this retreat environment. And yes, it's a lot easier because there's no stress in your life yeah. when you're in a retreat environment. But the idea and the goal here is to bring some elements from that retreat environment into your daily life. And so breaking it down into little steps of what can I sustain? What can I, what change can I make in my life right now that I will be able to sustain? Yeah. And that may be five minutes of meditation in the morning. Right. It may be one yoga class that mm -hmm. you don't do on the weekend. It may be drinking more water. You know, you have to be realistic about what you're going to be able to commit to. Yeah. But then it's kind of like a snowball effect in a good way. So when you all of a sudden, okay, so say I'm drinking a quart more of water every day, all of a sudden I have more energy. All of a sudden I have more energy to cook something healthy. Whereas before 
maybe I wanted to order takeout because I was tired. Yeah. But now I'm feeling more alive and vibrant. And I'm like, no, I want to go make some broccoli or I want to go make a smoothie. So it really does. Each little step that you take has a bigger reaction and big, than you're even imagine. shopping. Like I'll, I'll notice for myself that if I only have healthy things in the house to eat, well, if I'm hungry enough, then yeah, a bowl of broccoli is amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> and you do shift and change your taste buds too. As soon as you get off of the crap that's out there. So yeah. you'll notice when you reduce or eliminate sugar and white flour and processed foods, all of a sudden your taste buds wake up. And you taste the different nuances and subtleties of food. So something that you may not have liked before all of a sudden does taste interesting. You'll taste sweetness in vegetables. Yeah. Where if you talk to someone who's addicted to sugar, they're like, vegetables aren't sweet. Right. All of a sudden you eat a sweet potato and you're like, wow. It yeah. Like this is like candy. <laughs> sweet potato <laughs> beets. That's a, that is like candy to me. Um, so you you know you do you shift and you change on a cellular level. Yeah. When you when you change. And um, I think more people are becoming more aware of the fact that, you know, sugar is the cause of inflammation and inflammation is the root of all disease, you know. So what is like the essential oils that you work with for inflammation specifically? Well, that's a great question. And it it also ties into what I wanted to just back up for a second about the sugar addiction. Mm -hmm. So many people that I work with and just know in general are addicted to sugar. And one of the things I love about the essential oils that I've been able to integrate into my work is certain oils will combat cravings. Mm -hmm. And so if I have somebody who is a sugar addict, I'll do something very simple, like add a couple drop, tell them to add a couple drops of grapefruit oil to their water in the morning, Ooh. and just sip on that, and it will squash your sugar cravings. That's amazing. I know, and it's so simple to do. Or cinnamon oil, like, like so. The, each oil will have a different characteristic, and I'll choose the oils and pair them with the person's condition. Uh-huh. So if I have somebody, for example, with digestive issues, maybe they have IBS or Crohn's or something like that. Um, inflammation in their digestive you know, area, yeah. I'm going to recommend not only certain foods that are going to help soothe their digestive tract, but I'm also going to pair that with certain essential oils that they can add into their life and help to repair and support their digestive system as it's healing. Either by adding it to their water or just applying it topically. Yeah, there's three different ways. You can apply it topically. You can just put something on the bottoms of your feet and it's going to affect your the, yeah. the system in your body that needs that support. Um, or, you know, a couple drops in a glass of water. Sometimes it depends on the oil and it depends on the situation. Uh-huh. But I'll do a, make a list of recommendations based on that individual. It's always an individualized, customized approach. And it's very cool. I mean, I'm fascinated by the essential oils and want to definitely learn more about them. Um, but it's just cool that for every single thing that ails you, Mm-hmm. There's an essential oil to use to yeah, and and what's really cool is that I mean I'm such a with my diet I'm such a proponent of plant based the power of the healing the healing power of plants in general mm-hmm. so I try to eat mostly plants in our diet and this is just bringing that one extra level into it I'm using the healing power of plants with the essential oils well because so. I think what people are are starting to understand is that we are part of the earth mm-hmm. we are from it and it is us and you know yeah. we do have to take care of it but 
also we are healed from it, from yeah. things that grow on it, right? Um, which is so cool. And you can just put the essential oils on the bottom of your feet like every night before you go to bed. Yeah, it's a good daily preventive. And you had asked about inflammation before. Oh, yeah. There's frankincense, for example, is one of my favorite. That would be, probably be my go-to for inflammation. So oh, anyone really? who has chronic inflammation in their body, and disease is inflammation, yeah. just putting a couple drops of frankincense on the bottoms of your feet every day is a wonderful preventive. Amazing. Yeah. And there's other oils that we can use to support and strengthen our immune system. There's oils to to soothe your digestive tract. There's oils to change your moods, help to enhance your moods. So uh-huh. there, it's it's such a there's such a wealth of information yeah. out there, and it's been such a fun thing to learn about over really the last is few interesting. years. Yeah, I'm just I can't. I wish I had discovered these when I was younger, but right. I feel like at least my children now get to. Yeah, and you're passing fun. it on. You're you're doing yeah. your work. Just introducing people to an, another way, another level of right. a healthy lifestyle. And you know, I'm sure, like I'm, I'm a Reiki master. I'm sure when mm-hmm. people come to you for essential oil, sometimes it's because they've tried everything else mm-hmm. and it can't hurt. Right. You know, but let's try and switch that mindset to being the first stop absolutely instead of the last stop. that's what I always tell my kids because you know there is an integration between a natural and the you know conventional mm-hmm. healthcare. and you know I always look to a natural alternative first and if I can correct it on my own using something natural great yeah if something is not working then yeah then I'm going to go and consult with a doctor and maybe go down a different path right but I always look at the natural alternative first I was listening to um, a podcast that uh, this guy, Joe Rogan, has a podcast that's great. And he had this um, psychiatrist on. Her name was Kelly Brogan. And she doesn't prescribe anti-anxiety pills anymore. She used to. She doesn't anymore because it's like a a formula of diet, exercise, and meditation. Mm -hmm. That's that's it. That's really... And and I I would add essential oils into that mix. But that's exactly what you will notice. I'm someone who has suffered from depression in the past. Uh And I took a completely all-natural route to get myself out of that. And you you notice how your moods are affected by what you're eating, what you're putting into your body. Meditation is amazing. Out of all of the things I do in my lifestyle, I'd say that has the most profound effect. Yes. Meditation. And then adding essential oils in, you can shift, you can feel your mood shift almost instantaneously by inhaling certain aromas. Oh, that's amazing. And I've had a lot of experience dealing with kids, um, teenagers in particular, who have certain mood imbalances. And they just, they intuitively gravitate towards these oils. They don't even know why. Right. They just want more. Right. So it's, it's, it's pretty amazing when you open your mind up to all the different possibilities yeah. that you might not have been aware of before. Um, and I was reading some of your blog posts. Uh, it's is it carolgalantilife.com? dot mm-hmm. So um, when you get a chance, check out Carol's website, carolgalantilife.com, and on Instagram, carolgalantilife. Um, and I loved your blogs; were great. But a couple of them that I was reading one about being hard on yourself, yeah, which is such a problem, especially for women. Especially for women, yeah. I think we all need to practice forgiveness, mm-hmm. forgiveness of other people, but primarily forgiveness of ourselves. Right. And I speak personally, too. Believe me, it's a constant, yeah. ongoing struggle that I have because I'm probably the hardest person on myself. Yeah, we all so, are. Yeah, we all are. I That's... think it's pretty natural. Women are, tend to be nurturers and caregivers, and anything that goes wrong in our you know circle of influence... Let we, me fix it, fix it, fix it. Exactly. Yeah. And take it on. So I do 
there is a, actually an oil blend that I use for forgiveness, and I love to you know diffuse that and put it on myself. Topically, ah. I use that one a lot because I know that I'm hard on myself. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the. It, it's also part of I think like of being a perfectionist. Yes. And, you know, it's okay. It doesn't all have to be perfect. Yeah, and learning to let go of the right. expectations of the outcome or whatever. The, you just stay in the moment. The way I think it should be. Exactly. <laughs> Versus what not, it really is. We're not really in control of no. the outcome. Um, and the other blog that I wanted to uh, mention was the three daily habits for reducing anxiety because I think that is probably the you know thing that most people have at some point they feel anxious I mean yeah I mean who doesn't yeah we, we live in a very stressful world and I so feel stressful. like the stress level is not going down but learning how to manage it better you can control your reaction to the stress yes you, realistically, I say all the time you can respond instead yeah, of react absolutely and realistically you're not going to be able to remove all the stress from your life no I, I believe me I've tried yeah but I still have it I just I we can't like, live in bubbles no and I just feel like I just respond to things differently. And I, I can be in the same chaotic, stressful situation that maybe a few years back would have put me, you know, brought right. me to my knees. Right. Now I can breathe through it. I can meditate through it. I can just know and feel confident that it's going to be okay. And it doesn't... Yeah, like you were saying before, like, I wish I knew about this, you know, because yeah. when my kids were little, I, I mean... I was like a lunatic. There, there's a thing on Facebook going around, and it's this—it's a man, but dressed up as this woman who's pretending to be a mom, like cleaning the house before company comes over. <laughs> my kids all sent it to me separately. Like, oh my god, I'm a lunatic. Sorry. Um, like, clean the house, throw the couch away. We can't let them know we sit. You know, it's just insane. But um, yeah, I wish you know this is such a great thing for young parents to find out about and just yeah. take a different approach to being stressed out with, yeah. you know. And that's why I love introducing this whole concept to younger people. I get so excited when I have I have a few teenagers who use essential oils and who are into healthy living. They come over and they ask me about my green juices, and yeah. my smoothies, and I just get so excited introducing kids that age, right? Because I'm like, wow, what a great opportunity. Yeah, you to got a leg up, kid. Now. Yeah, I, I took me to be in my 30s I before know. I you know, was introduced to any of this. Right. So I, I love that. It's cool. Um, but the three, in case you're on the edge of your seat for finding out what the three <laughs> daily habits are, you had a lemon water. So you add your essential oil, mm-hmm. lemon essential oil, right to the water. Now, what's the difference between adding essential oil or just squeezing a lemon? Well, I mean, they're both great habits to mm-hmm. have. Um, a lot of times, especially when I'm traveling, I don't carry fresh lemons in my pockets. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I spend a lot of time traveling, so I'm on airplanes and I'm visiting, you know, so I'm, I'm out a lot. Yeah. Lemon essential oil, I, that one bottle is going to last me for months on end. Just, so just a drop. It's just one or two drops, depending. I usually start with one. Lemon, I might put a little more, maybe two drops. But the essential oils are really concentrated, so yeah. you're going to get a, a more concentrated. They're they're thirty they thirty to fifty times more powerful than the actual herb or fruit. So you'll get um, and the oil comes from the outside of the lemon, so uh-huh. it's from the you know the like rind. The zest. Uh-huh. When you zest something, you can instantly smell the yeah. aroma. You know, uh-huh. That's what you're getting. So you're getting a more concentrated, more therapeutic. And what's in our water today? Oh, we're drinking 
um, alkaline water and it has spearmint essential oil and tangerine. It's so oil. good. It smells it's, delicious. It tastes good. I like putting spearmint over peppermint because peppermint is a little bit, it's so strong that yeah. it, it's a little bit of salting to me. Uh-huh. Um, but the spearmint is a more subtle flavor and I use it as a chef. I use, I use a lot of citrus. I, I'll, I'll use them in my rest in a lot of my recipes, like in seasoned sea salt and dressings for salads. Oh, yeah. But the spearmint I like to put in the water because I, I'll pair it it's a lot. It's so refreshing. Yeah, I'll make like a cucumber mint water. And it's oh my gosh, amazing. And this would, you know, you'd be drinking, the, you do, but I would be drinking this all day well, if I made this Well, that's another reason I encourage people to do it because it encourages you to drink. Yeah. Like my mother can't stand drinking water and I'm constantly telling mom, drink water, drink water, right. drink water. But a drop of wild orange in her water, all of a sudden it tastes better yeah. to her and without adding sugar to it. Right, and juice. Right. But the lemon in the water is a good daily detoxification um, method, whether you're putting the juice or the oil, you're just getting a more, you know, more of a value from the oil, but it helps to pull toxins out of your system. So that's like when you wake up in the morning, first thing you do yeah, on an empty stomach, a lemon water. Yeah. And, and that's changes... really soothing for your digestive tract. Okay. So if you have any digestive issues, it's a great habit to get in. And you'll notice if you do that consistently, you'll notice how your digestion starts to shift. Right. Just, so just from one one little habit like that. You can yeah, and you can make change. it be habitual because it's habitual to walk over to the coffee machine and, and hit that. Right. So you may as well right. just do this first. Yeah, yep. Um, and then uh, meditation. Yes, meditation, especially in the at the beginning of the day because I find if I wait and say, oh, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, later never comes because my busy day takes over. Yeah. And it has a much more profound effect on my day if I do it in the morning and it's really kind of counterintuitive because you think you're too busy to meditate right but when you actually make the time to meditate you're more productive with the rest of your day yeah so if you can commit to 20 minutes a day or half hour a day I know that sounds like an eternity for some people so I'll start them off with five minutes right anyone can commit to five minutes right set yourself a timer if you think you can and then just gradually keep adding the minutes until you can get to 20 minutes or 30 minutes a day and you will see your day you you can just get through the day in a much more productive I agree with you 100 percent and what's that old old meditation joke um if you think you're too busy to sit down for 10 minutes, then sit down for 30. <laughs> oh my God, that's a great one. <laughs> and then uh, a gratitude journal. Yeah, I'm a big journaler. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it's just getting the words out onto a piece of paper has so much of a therapeutic effect on me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like most people are so focused on what they want to create in their life or what they're striving for or the future and they forget to realize what they have in their life. And the more gratitude you express, <laughs> it's okay. the um, the more good things come your way. Right. It's just, and when you take time to notice. Yeah. You, you notice know. whatever you're noticing and grow, calling your attention to in your life is going to grow. Right. So if, you're, if your head is filled with toxic, negative thoughts all the time, well, guess what? You're attracting toxic, negative situations and people into your life. And if you are complete, constantly expressing gratitude for everything that you have, and if you're having a really terrible day and you can't think of one thing, find one little thing to be grateful for. Yes. You right. have two legs, two arms. You know, yeah. like a lot of people don't have that. You right. Have, you know, there, there's always, always something to be grateful for. I agree. 100%. That's a great um, habit to start. And uh, the last thing I wanted to ask you, oh, I think I, we already kind of talked about inflammation because I feel like that's a big anti-aging thing too for people. Yeah, I'm all about in, in, you know anti-inflammatory things in life. So um, alkaline water, 
um, alkaline vegetables, they reduce inflammation, lots of greens. Most people just don't have enough greens in their life, in yeah. the diet. Um, the essential oils, like definitely frankincense would be my go-to, but there's, you know, there's lots of other things that right. you can do that's, you know, to, to prevent inflammation. And we have some other, you know, some oils for muscle inflammation. If you, if you have, actually have like muscle inflammation, aches and pains, oh, right. great things for pain relief and re- reducing that inflammation in your joints. Excellent. Well, if you want to know more about essential oils or find out about what Carol does, like I said, check out her website and her Instagram and you post like great recipes and yeah, I'm trying to, the website is a work in progress. I'm adding my food to the website. So it's, it's always changing, adding more blog posts, but I do, um, the one-on-one work with I, that I do with clients. I do either remotely over face to face on zoom, like uh-huh. a, a call on zoom or in person. Perfect. And we, we chat, sometimes we cook together. So if, that's great. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much. I love everything that you're doing, oh, and anytime fun. you have, uh, you want to sit down and talk about anything. Great, come along back. All right, thanks. Um, so, if you liked what you hear, get in touch with Carol. And as always, um, you can subscribe on iTunes to You Be You and I'll Be Me. Uh, work hard, have fun, be nice, peace. <laughs>